This is a radio show for people with problems, home improvement problems, that is, and for people who want common sense guidance on how to build green and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Send an email or call into the show. The Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House. All right, you can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor. And wherever you're watching, click on the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net. And on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and our home of ProvementUSA.com. You can find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Go over to MightyHouse.net. Click on the Contact Us page. Just enter your first and last name. Scroll on down. Oh, get your email address in there. Scroll on down and click on Boom Done. Are you okay, Robbie? Just doing well, a little facial lift. I know. You guys have nice necks. Huh? Apparently, we neck. talk a lot more. And look at your necks. Uh, that's but I am going to play the game where everybody drinks every time Rich or Ron touch their face. Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. just saying. I know, because you can't, you can't not touch your face. There you go. So, it's fine. I'll be, it, it, everything's good. So hey, listen, as long here. as we have to self-quarantine, and in, yes. and then, of course, we're importing people from New York here now. Oh, yeah. They're all well, they told them to stay home in New York so they don't feel like staying in their crappy apartments, so they drive on down here. Right. So the east coast of Florida is now a third-world country full of sick people. <laughs> you guys are all quarantined, the whole state. Well, I'm on down. the west coast. I'm good. Yeah. So but. you can see we're, all three of us are not in the same studio right now because right. – because of COVID-19. I thought you were going to say all three of us are not in our right minds. Well, that too. But that's that's every week. That's just not this week. So, you know, uh, last week, Rich and I, we, we chanced it and we were in the same studio at the same time. But, um, you know, we're not going to do that again. So For a while. Enjoyed the drawing, Rich, by the way. I got several emails about the drawing that yes. we did and they enjoyed that. So, yeah, that was very good. Awesome. Well, let's thank you again to Klein Tools for allowing us to use some of their awesome products to garner listeners. Yes, yeah. So today we thought we would do what, Rich? What are we going to do? It's top 10 home improvement things. You can do while you're stuck in the house. Look at that. Look what Fuzzy did. He just put that right up there. I know. So I feel like we're on a Letterman show. Yeah. 10 home improvement things anyone can do while stuck in their house. Anyone. Although. If you don't anyway. have change your furnace filter, unless you, if you don't have any, you might have to go to a store. Well, yeah, like Robbie's house doesn't even have a filter because she's got a boiler. But um, most people have forced air, and if you've got a furnace filter, get in there, change that. Uh, I happened to pull one out here at the uh, shop, and it was kind of dusty. So that's that's how that ended up on the list. Yes, Robbie. So. You said you might have to go to the store to get one. Mm-hmm. So right. if you don't want to go to, out to the store, can you pull it out, dust it off, and put it back in? I don't recommend it, but you could Why? go to filters.com and order them. Yeah. Why don't you recommend it? Well, because we don't recommend anything more than like a Ver- Merv 5 filter. Um, so vacuuming it is really just going to not going to do much. I could pull everything out of it. And you're going to loosen the dust up. And when you put it back in, you're just going to have that going through your ductwork. Hmm. 
Okay. So, so best off on. getting a nice new cheap one. Yep. You know, um, and like ours, because down here, most of ours are in the returns in the ceilings or walls. So ours are like super convenient to do. Just drop the panels and whatnot. So it's nice. Yeah, pop it out. You can look at the side and it'll give you the dimensions of it. And then you can just run down to the hardware store and pick up another one. So it's uh, fairly simple to do. And if, if you want more information on furnace filters, you can go back to the uh, air quality show we did. Uh, was that last, last week? And we talk about furnace filters in depth. And uh, so you can see what's and, going on there. And then some, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then some. All right, Fuzzy, give us that, uh, number two. Oh, mark your electrical panel. And this came up because I was on a service call yesterday. Uh, and was it? No, Monday. And I was trying to figure out which breakers Breaker were, running, were running the water heaters that were in this condo. So none of it was marked. And so we had to go back through and actually turn things off one at a time, mark everything, figured out what it was. And then I was able to start actually working on the water heaters. So um, are you telling me you you gave away that electrical tester with beeper and yes. now you needed it for marking somebody's panel? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly it. So, thought so. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I didn't, I didn't have the circuit tracer. So, right. If you, if you have one of those, that's great. But I didn't have that, so I went. Can old I throw? Can I throw something in there though? Before you go and do that, turn off your computers and TVs and stuff, and just put maybe something like a, a portable desk lamp in your outlets, so that you don't freak out your computers and TVs and stuff. Right. But I and do agree. Outlets? My house. I have more wires than I have labels in my panel. <laughs> yes. Yes. What was that, Robbie? So in every outlet, he wants you to put a lamp? You can plug something into every every outlet, or you can just go along with a tester and test every outlet. So what you do is turn all the breakers off, and then one at a time, turn them on and walk around the house and figure out what it runs. And you can just have a, a lamp that you carry around and just plug it in as you go, a small table lamp. Or you can it just sounds use an electrical like, tester. Well, uh, yeah, I just put, I just put a lamp in one outlet and start putting breakers on off and on until I see it go out. When I okay. see it go off, then I know it's that. But where you got to make it larger is some of the older homes, like where I'm at. I would think my lighting and my outlets are typically on the same circuit. I may have a split outlet for nighttime lighting in a bedroom, mm-hmm. lamp outlets, and. Um, not wiring much with Romex. Uh, I don't use extension cords. So we're running conduit with wires in it so we can split circuits. So lighting can be on one circuit. Outlets can be on another one. So that's why we would test all the outlets individually and the lights. Cause just cause the light came on in the bedroom doesn't mean the outlets are going to be on the bedroom. Correct. That outlet could be back to back with another an outlet on the other side of the wall. So you don't know for sure. Correct. So that, that's why you'd want to do that. So, and and other, okay, than, other than your computers and things, is there anything else that you want to take out of the system before you just start flipping breakers? High efficiency water heaters and 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 uh, furnaces. Yeah, the furnaces but, are pretty easy. But those are out. typically well marked. Oh wait, I wait, I wait. Sorry. Everybody, take a drink because Ron just blew some. Exactly. Go, go right back there. We go. See, we're gonna take a Dry drink because Ron touched his face. There we go. Okay, good. 
There you go. We're playing the game, Robbie. Thank you. So you can mark your electrical panel, update it, even though it's might have markings on there, actually see if that's what they run. So I found I found out this week that what's marked sump pump in my panel really doesn't do that at my house. So we learned something even at my house. Yes. Um, so go around, mark the electrical panel. It's something that the kids can do. You can run around and see what's going on. And uh, so it's 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 a game you can play and then actually get something done. So next Have one. Have them time it, how long it takes for the light bulb to go on from the time you turn the breaker on. <laughs> Count to 10. <laughs> Number three, adjust cabinet doors and drawers. Hmm. Robbie, you want Only to Only if needed. One? Well, the doors you might mean be because some are a little. What's the word you use? Kitty wampus. Thank you, kitty wampus. Yeah, yeah. Um, if they're not straight, they're kitty wampus, and I hate that. So but you want to make sure all, all the bottoms are lined up and the gaps are correct, and that they close all the way, and it's not because you've got a huge platter inside that's holding the door open. Things like that. And most people will find that, especially if your cabinets are say on the newer end, newer cabinets have much more easily adjustable hinges. Yes. And you can you can play around with them and, and run the screws in and out on the sides and adjust them up and down. They're, they're, some of them are really easy to work with. Older ones aren't, aren't so easy, but if you've got a Phillips screwdriver, you can take care of it. So yes. I want to, I want and to always remember, plumb and level is not everything. It's margins. Yes. Uh-oh. You got that, Robbie? Plum and level are not everything. It's margins. What does that mean? Well, I know so if, if, if an existing wall is a half inch out of plum, okay, it's at an angle. If I put something on there and I use a level and make it perfectly level, well, then it's going to show that the wall is a half inch out. So if I was setting a door or a cabinet, I literally would rather have that a little bit out of plum, have it off at an angle so that everything appears straight. Got it. Right. Clears mud? Clears mud. I'm not touching my face. I'm just fixing things. And and drawers. <laughs> and the drawer front, if you if you take the drawer front out and when you pull it out, you'll see generally you see two screws through the box right into the drawer front. And you can uh, uh, loosen those up and adjust the drawers up and down a little bit and tighten them up. And probably the hardest thing to do would be a lazy Susan to adjust those. and get Yes, those are difficult. Uh, those would be a little yes, yes, but I can't tell you how many homes I go into and handles are loose. That's the easiest thing in the world yep. to just yes. go on the inside. That happens all the time. But you have to take I, all the junk out of the drawer to get the screwdriver in there. Right. No, I use my thumbnail. <laughs> what? When I'm in someone's house, it's like I just go with my thumbnail and fix it. Ow. Is Sorry. that why they're always loose? Her thumbnails? Her thumbnails? <laughs> no, the hardware. High five me on that one, brother. Yeah, right. good job. <laughs> Next. <laughs> what do you got? Ah, hmm. uh, change the filters for your water on your fridge. And I would expand that to all filters. So if you have a whole house filter, an under sink cartridge, or the filter in your refrigerator now's a good time to change them that's a it's it's something you can pick up at the hardware store if you don't have one in the house already laying around in the junk drawer 
and um, it'll make everything run a lot smoother. Your water will taste a lot better too. Mm-hmm. So, and, and if you don't do what, Rich? Just re- hit reset on the refrigerator. Well, no, it? that's what I do. Oh, that- <laughs> the refrigerator filters are like fifty bucks. So, yeah, if you just hold the button for three seconds, it thinks you changed the filter. If it's clogged, <laughs> nothing's going to come out of it. <laughs> but it might run too slow, and then you don't get full ice cubes because it doesn't fill up right. Well, we already have that, so I have a crappy ice maker anyway. But I get it. Yeah. Yes, Robbie, right. just jump okay. in anytime. Well, it's hard because we talk over each other, and there's too many people, so I don't want to do that. Um, so probably about six or twelve months ago, a little light on the hood of my um, stove started mm-hmm. bleeping, you mm-hmm. know, and couldn't figure out what it was. Finally figured out it meant that the air filter needed to be changed, but I didn't I'm, know how to do that. On your so, microwave? No, the <laughs> hood. She, the hood a, above a reg, the stove. It's a regular hood. It's a yeah, stove. that sounds like just another sales toy. Well, Don't you have the little aluminum it. ones where you can just wash it out? Exactly, but I didn't know that. So, Next week, when we talk about all the things I'm doing for Clutter Clarity, that was one of the things that I did. I finally pulled out the instruction manual, and I went, this is easy. You pop them out. You know, I washed them off. It said you could put them in your dishwasher. I popped them back in. But here's the thing. All I had to do was hold the button that was flashing. (laughs) For 6 to 12 months, I had a light flashing, the blue light, so all Uh night long. Couldn't figure it out. You hold it. Mm -hmm. Hold the button. Hold the reset. button. So clean the filters and hold the reset button. There you so go. So, Ron, since yep. you're sitting in your office at your desk, would you please write this down? Alex, 2020. Would you oh, please write that? down ZIP, zip. Yeah. Hydro tap. Hydro tap? Yes. It's kind of okay. a new product. Okay. It'll be high end. So, you know, you got an insincorator hot water outlet on your, you know, that you can put on your kitchen cabinet. Yep. Or in a bar, whatever, right? Instant hot water. Right. This one will do ice cold water, hot water for tea or coffee. And you can buy it with a CO2 tank so that you can have sparkling water. Oh. So it does all three right from one box on your under your cabinet. Uh, We already have the filtered water and the Insta hot. So you put the filter in, and then that filters right. the water through. So you get filtered water in the InstaHot. But this one? Does all three now. That's slicker. That's slicker. So take a look at it, but we're currently yep. pricing it. Uh, we'll probably throw it in one of our specs and see how it goes. And but I found it interesting. Yep. That'll be the newest thing we'll be putting in these kitchens now that we're doing. Excellent. It be I've got it over a here. kitchen and a bar because, you know, if you do vodka and soda. Yeah. Soda. Boom, done. Yeah, never have to buy it again. Nope. So that means yep. probably a payback of 42 years, but. <laughs> doesn't matter. It's on tap. That's right. The, 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 it's, it doesn't matter how much it costs. It's the fact that you got it. And yes. that's, that's it. So that you can show it off to your friends when they come over. Exactly. Right. Number okay. five. Number five. Oh, this is really important. This is a safety issue. And, and I think everybody should do this and don't use your foot to find out if it will, will, uh, actually bounce back up. Take a two by four, open your garage door, two by four, stand it on edge, 
and hit the button. And as it comes down, it should hit that block and then bounce back up. If it doesn't bounce back up or, or you can see it really straining to before it bounces back up, then you need to do some adjustments. And if you, um, get up on the motor there on, like up on the ceiling, you can see they've got adjustments for up and down and the tension mm-hmm. and you can, uh, sit and play with those uh, adjustments until you get it to be a little bit softer. And then, Speaking uh, of what, soft. Yeah. Paper towels. That's yeah. what. Any. I had her. I know you can't, but I heard that you put a roll of paper towels because uh-huh. if you have a toddler crawling underneath and it goes down, you want it to stop on something as soft as a roll of paper towels. I like that. Good answer. Good answer, Robbie. Thank so you. then, what are the little uh, ideals on the bottom there, Rich? Next to the doors. What are those? Oh, for? the little lights. Well, that's the other thing. If you use paper towels or a two by four, you might be blocking the sensors and it won't come down at all. Then you know they're working. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that's my point. I mean, the roll of paper towels might block that and it won't work at all. I so, never figure no, out. I mean, I like the idea of the paper towels. That makes perfect sense. But I've never figured out how Ron can close my garage door and then jump over the lights. I've tried that a hundred times and Ron can do it. And I don't know how he does it. <laughs> I'm, I'm much more agile than you, Robbie. That yes, he's, he's limber like a gazelle. <laughs> I just don't know what you're doing that it doesn't. <laughs> Well, it's tricky because you got to jump over the beam, but you got to not jump high enough to whack your head. That's right. Yeah, it's kind of like going out like sideways. It turns out Ron is an international jewel thief. Yes, he dodges lasers. It's like a cat. Always not going under the beam. (laughs) 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 You got your beam set up the midpoint of the door. (laughs) No, no, no. Only if the eyes are like up on the ceiling. Right. Then, then I can make it up. All right. That's what I'm, I'm getting under. So yeah, go check check your garage door. It's really important, and uh, it's a safety check. Again, anybody can do this stuff. Number six, Robbie, take this one. Change change your light bulbs to LED lights. Correct. And how 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 can we do that? Is it LED or LED? You know, LED. LED. How do we do it? Yeah. Righty tighty lefty loosey. I know. Righty tighty lefty loosey. What am I? What's the trick witness? Yeah. You just go out and buy a a crap load of LED bulbs and you start swapping them out. And you just want to make sure they're the color that you like. And apparently you use. Is that one of them new garage lights that just (laughs) daylight the whole place? Yes. These work great. If you've got a garage. Sorry, Robbie, to interrupt your your segment there, but you put these things on. These things are amazing. I'll back up here a little bit. See, look at that. And then you, these are arms adjust so you can kick the the light around to where you want. But they really put out some light. It's like equal to a three hundred watt bulb. And then without the heat, without the heat. And then I've got this one. See, look at that. This one here. Don't ask me why these are on my desk. They just are. Um, and this one's like. like 400 or 500 watts equivalent. And you hang that from the ceiling? It, no, it screws no, it's in. it's got a regular Edison base. You just screw that into the, the socket. See? So one regular light doesn't give you enough light like in all the corners, for example? Is that the beauty of this thing? Well, that and um, it's like a 100-watt bulb, but you can't buy them anymore. Or 300-watt or bulbs. And a 300-watt bulb, you can also you know sun can under those. 
So well, that these, is the thing. Easy Bake Oven took a 100-watt bulb and had a 70% conversion to heat. You could make cakes. <laughs> LED has finger. very little or no conversion to heat, and thus it only uses a tiny amount of the wattage. Right. So uh, when you go around, I know, Rich, it depends on where you're at. Look at the color of the light also when you're doing these, and you want to look at the Kelvin number. Mm-hmm. And that way, I, I personally, I like a 2700, which is more yellowish. It's not a brighter, bluer, whiter light, um, but depends on where you're at, Robbie. And what kind? What kind of? What kind See, of, we use we always use the five thousand Kelvin, and I think it's because it's it's sunny here almost all the time. So to walk in your house and have that dim yellow light doesn't doesn't work. Right. Well, and and it depends on the color of the walls too. We've had some clients we go in and we depending on the color of the walls that determines what color light we're putting in. So, but I can see that, but if every paint store you go has five, 6,000 Kelvin lighting in their paint selection area, or I recommend to people walk it outside. Yep. So, okay, well, the color light. light is measured in temperature. So 5,000 Kelvin, five to six is daylight, and then your 2,700 to 3,500, that's your soft white, like your no- lighting up north. Right, and, and that's blue- that's more like an incandescent bulb. Yeah. And uh, and blue light is is more harmful to your eyes after a while too. Yellow's a See, bit more so, softer. Rich, it's harsh. That's why I don't harsh like it. Harsh light. It's harsh. Harsh. <laughs> Number wait, seven. Wait, wait, I, wait. I got to do this. Okay, now I can do this. Drink. <laughs> We're all stuck at home. <laughs> oh, perfect. Prep and paint a room. Nice. So, Gonna need a lot of time for this. Yeah, well, you can if you have got some paint, you can do paint touch-ups, but you can also sand it, go sand all the walls, sand the trim, um, and then then repaint, patch any holes you've got, and and repaint a wall. That's most important thing is the prep. It's not putting the paint on the wall. Right. Anybody can paint the wall. Wash the walls down, scrub them, clean them up, sand them, wipe them down one more time, and then go ahead and start putting the paint on there. But Hey, we've all got two weeks, so you can probably paint the whole house in two weeks if you really want. I think my camera will reach there. There's a blob on my wall there. You call them boogers. I know, and I hate that. And I find it extremely irritating when they aren't left that way because there's no reason for it. Well, if you don't see it, I mean, it's left that way because they didn't see it. It's not like somebody left it there on purpose, right? So we take a a very bright light and you shine it along the wall and you look for all the blemishes and then you touch all that up. We circle them with a pencil, touch everything up. And if your walls are white, taping compound is white. You put a couple of drops of uh, food coloring in the mud so that you can see where you patched and where you haven't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, I, I like to spend some time on my walls to make sure they're really, really nice. So I do, and you always sand between coats. I don't like boogers in my paint. So a while ago, no drums, no drips, no errors. I was removing some furniture from a client's house, and it was a very narrow hallway, and we made mm-hmm. some dings. Mm-hmm. And so I took a paint chip to um, one of the big box stores, and I got to tell you, they did an amazing job. But the problem was that it was in a hallway and by a front door, so it depended what color light shone in. 
you know, so I'd like, oh, no, you can see it that way. You could see where I patched it up. And then this way you couldn't see it. And then when you were on the top stairs looking down the stair, well, you couldn't see it. You know, it was just the color matched perfectly. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to feather it in. So you'll take a rolling area, but you want to take a brush and work from the wet area and pull it up away so that it sort of kind of blends and you won't have that line we did everything we could um me and one of ron's guys and it was so funny i'm like oh man this is perfect you'll never know and then i like took a step back and went oh no you know every (laughs) six inches that i moved you could see it or not but yes you could take a paint chip but they do need a pretty big chunk Mm -hmm. and uh, they did a really good job of matching the color from a paint chip so people no longer have to save they're paint cans because they're like, what if I need to retouch it? You need to retouch it. You go and get it remade because the stuff in your can is not going to be the same stuff on your wall after 10 years anyway. Well, the other thing you could do, and I think I told Ron about it, but we have one. It's called a color muse. And it's yeah. a little tiny reader. looks like a lens almost. But you hook it up with your iPad, connect it to that or your Android. This thing, you put it on a wall, press the button. It'll tell you what color comes closest from any manufacturer. And I know it works well because you can put it on the paint deck. We use Sherman Williams. You could put it on a paint deck for Sherman Williams and it'll identify every single color perfectly. Wow. So they're about $50, but Where? you don't need to store anything. You just walk up and do it because it'll give you the right color, but just like you ran into. The older paint may have faded a little or it just has maybe a layer of dust to it where it doesn't look so fresh. So a lot of times you do have to roll out the whole wall. You know, you may not get around that. Right. There we go. All right. What do do you, oh, there you go. Perfect. All right. So, so that's, he's such a good producer. Isn't he though? And you can go outside too, do rotten wood repair, touch up the outside, depending on the weather uh, and depending on where you're at up here on the, uh, today is okay. It's 60 degrees, but. Tomorrow it's not going to be. <laughs> you don't want to do it when it's too cold out. If it's below 40, stay inside. Okay, number eight. Clean Speaking your gutters, of. Clean your gutters and downspouts. Speaking yeah. of being outside. Yeah, you can go outside. You just can't be within six feet of uh, anybody else. So you're fine. Um, clean the gutters out. Wash them out. Take the hose and run it down there. Make sure they're draining properly. Stick that hose down the downspout too, and make sure that it's actually draining and coming out down at the bottom properly. Mm-hmm. You've got to clog the squirrels out of it. Yeah, and that way you flush out, make sure it's all good. Um, so that's something simple you can do, and should, as long as you've got the ladders, I guess. Should I be using? Well, if you did it last um, fall, it shouldn't be bad. Should I be using yes, chemicals well, or um, or just hard water, just as 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 fast as I can spray, put my thumb on it, type of thing? Yep, that's it. Yep. You know, just give it to squirt. What's wrong, Robbie? Just put my thumb on it to make the spray harder. Yeah. That just cracked me up. Yeah, I know <laughs> exactly what he means. Right. Like everybody does. Uh, sure. Sure. That And that's, that's it. you know, you got to take the big chunks out first anyway. So uh, clean them all out, bag it up or throw it, throw it down into the, uh, into the flower bed. It's compost. It'll, it'll be nice. Well, so I go up there with a leaf blower and just put that little hook attachment on there and blow all of it out and then just, like I said, rinse it all down and clear the downspout. Boom, done. Simple. Especially before all the spring rains hit or yes. for us monsoon. Right. Okay, what do you got for number eight there, Fuzzy? Nine. Or number nine. Number nine. 
Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Clean and recut. This is all you, Robbie. This one's yours. Go for it. Oh, my gosh. I've done this a million times. Okay. So do you get the silicone or the non-silicone? Silicone. Silicone. 100% silicone. 100%. How much 100%. 100%. 100%. Okay. So you scrape out the old stuff and then you're going to want to use a hair dryer to make sure everything is perfectly dry. So you're going to like leave 24 hours or so to get everything dry. You could use some acetone nail polish mm-hmm. remover to make sure you got it all cleaned up. So you're going to wait for it all to dry then you're going to cut your little smooth little edge and you're going to put a perfect little bead all around. And then you can lick your finger. I didn't actually lick it. Or use a little Windex. Mm-hmm. And what's the word for putting it in there? Smooge it. Yep. Smooge. Exactly. Yes. Perfect. They call and that tooling it. it. Yes. yes. And you can go out and buy those little rubber things in the caulk aisle. The problem with those is they'll work for force five inches. <laughs> but as soon as you pick up on it or whatever, in other words, if your caulk is only the tiniest bit more than what the squeegee is, it'll actually work pretty good. But if you got way too much caulk, and especially with silicone, it's just going to get everywhere. And then you're never going to get it off. Right. You know so. what? It's one of those things you need practice. Yeah. But from my experience doing it, it feels so good to have done it yourself. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't it, have to look perfect. You just pat yourself on the back and go, wow, it makes see, a big difference in a little amount of time. Yes. Right. And in, an, in a year or two, you're going to have to do it again anyway. So right. you just keep listening. And then, you know, five, six years down the road, you're really getting good at it. Right. Who cares if you do it again in two months? If you don't like the way it looks, you just do it again. Who Who's cares? Who's going to see it? Right. Right. That's why you should always volunteer to do it for friends. You must oh. learn at their house. So by the time you do yours, you're a professional. <laughs> Sorry that came out crappy. It's only the second time I've ever done this, but mine should come out well now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm learning on yours. That's right. And then charge them 150 bucks for the for your time then too. An hour. Sure. sure. Why not? I've also okay, heard- got next. I've also heard, yep, are you up. supposed to do it with the tub full of water or empty? What? Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a kind of an interesting one, but he is correct. If technically, you would want the tub full of water. To yep. weight it down? Yep. Yep, because as, as it goes down, you know, put water in it, it's going to open it up just a little bit, so that tub's going to separate from your tile just a little bit. If you're not using 100% silicone, then it, it's not going to be able to make that stretch. And I think using 100% silicone is fine. It'll it'll stretch like that. How am I going to sit in the tub and do it if the tub is – never mind. Bathing suit. I touched but, my eye. Oh. Uh-oh. Wait, Bathing suit, on. though. There we so go. So you'd want to do it that way. But, no, it, so he's absolutely right. Like If you have wood frame floors, then it's possible. My tub happens to uh, – slab on grade so i'm pretty sure the tub's not moving no but it doesn't mean it isn't so no i have heard that in the past and technically that's probably the right way to do it and if it's a fiberglass tub or one of the acrylic tubs plastic tubs it's going to flex and move more than a cast iron especially if you're unlucky enough to have one of those tub liners oh yes those are awful sorry see this is why we don't have advertisers (laughs) <laughs> Math fitters hates us. 
And I've also <laughs> used um, uh, old credit cards or gift certificates too to um, to kind of make tool that the same. joints exactly that squeegee. Just, you just, just chop the, the end off of it, and and you got yourself a, a at least a pretty a pretty good what thirty degree um, uh, squeegee there. Yeah. Well, I yeah. tell everybody like if you've never if you're not really good at it, um, when it's, particularly when it comes to silicone, um, put. B- blue painter's tape on the tub and on the, the wall and just leave yourself that gap that you're looking to caulk, cut it, little Windex on your finger, tool it. Um, and the trick here is to not let it dry completely. So you want to make sure it's tooled almost to the edge of the tape, then pull your tape, but pull it like at 180 degrees. You know what I mean? Don't pull it away, pull it over itself and it'll cut the edge and you should end up with a very livable joint. Mm-hmm. Like everything, it takes practice. Next. Number 10. Dun, dun, dun. Anticlimactic. See, this is, yeah, this is, the, this is for the people that maybe live a, further, a little further south than us. Yeah. Um, but you can power wash your deck, your patio, and um, hose it all down, get it cleaned up. Uh, mm-hmm. Power washers you can rent, but those little electric ones today are really nice. We, we have one we use it all the time. And, but you say not if it's wood, though. Well, it depends on if you have a wood deck then you have to be careful and no, you don't have to no, be careful. No, you don't do it. You shouldn't do it. Well, it'll, it'll blow it apart. If you do it too much, you don't right. want to get on, on concrete. You're going to get that nozzle right down onto the concrete. You're going to blow all the dirt out and it'll, it'll clean up and look beautiful. Well, I'd um, say I would always spray them down with like a little simple green or the other, what's the other one you like? They is similar. Fabuloso. Yeah, that works too. <laughs> yeah. So you spray that stuff all over them. And then you shouldn't need the pressure. So, yes, the smaller electric ones are actually more than adequate for household use. You do not need a big five-horse-powered 3,200 PSI because that will do more damage to your house and particularly your wood deck, like Robbie's alluding to. It will inject water into it. Yep. So if you're going to power wash your deck, um, cedar is going to blow apart. Redwood's going to blow apart a lot easier than a pressure-treated deck. So... Depends on the type of wood is in there, how old it is, and whether or not it's going to splinter up. So you can test it in an area that you don't normally walk too much and, mm-hmm. and see how, how it works. If it's coming out pretty good, then just keep going. And then wait a week before you actually put the stain on if you're going to restain it. So that way you have a chance for that water to dry out before. Otherwise, that stain you put on there is just going to bubble right back off because there's so much moisture in the in the wood itself. In the wood. Is there a certain type of day that you're looking for, like a sunny day that's maybe above 65 Friday or something like good. that? What, what's Friday? that, Robbie? Friday is pretty good. <laughs> Friday's good. <laughs> no, Fuzzy Robbie, you're absolutely correct. You'd want to find a day where humidity is a little lower and it's going to be above 60 for 24 hours and no rain for 48 hours. But, you know, when you live up north, that's a pretty tough call. Sometimes you just got to squeeze it in when you can squeeze it in. So I hope for the yep. best. Yeah, excellent. All right. Hey, did you have an email, Robbie? <laughs> Not much sense I, to play an email song if you don't have an email. I thought you said in case Robbie I, had an email. You're right. I did. I didn't take that to mean get an email, Robbie. Good, because you know what? Then we're done. We can go back to this right here. All right. 
<laughs> so what do you say, Fuzzy? You want to play the song just just to play it, and then we'll then right. we'll be out of here. Hope everybody stays safe. Yeah, stay Please distant, wash, stay wash, safe. Wash. I'm sorry. What was that, Robbie? Wash, wash, wash. Oh, oh wash your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll be back next week with another one for you. And uh, it's going to be clutter clarity, I think, right, Robbie? Is that what we're mm-hmm. doing? So it'll yep. be all clutter clarity. And uh, we're hopefully, we'll be out of isolation, but I doubt it. No, we won't. We're going to still be there. So uh, check us out. Podcasts available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. And you can find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. For Robbie Earhart and uh, who else we got on the show? Fuzzy Rich Robbie, Cowgill, Cowgill, and. Uh, I'm Ron Calgo. Keep it square and level. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time.